Today, another platform has entered the vertical stories arena, the same week it suffers the effects of an apparent data breach. Podcast listening is up, but not nearly as much as one industry news site would have you believe it is. There's a bigger, better crawl report inside Search Console, and Google upgrades its PDF parser to be more, well, actually usable. It's Monday, November 30th, 2020. Happy 10th anniversary, social media platform Buffer. I'm Todd Maffin from EngageQ Digital, and here's what you missed today in digital marketing. A good way to figure out where the social platforms are going as it relates to our roles as digital marketers is to watch closely the acquisition details in play. They don't often get a lot of attention in the media, but they have a significant effect on the space. As I'm sure you've heard, over the weekend, Apple acquired Facebook in a $280 billion deal. Nah, I'm just kidding. But Facebook did do a little buying on its own, picking up the customer service automation platform Customer. That's Customer with a K. That tool helps manage customer queries, especially via direct message. And it uses machine learning, because you get more VC funding when you put that phrase in your pitch deck. Specifically, the AI looks for common questions, then tries to respond automatically, or, as a fallback, routes it to a human being. Frankly, this is something Facebook itself could use in its support of advertisers, but that's another story for another day. This kind of AI-based language deconstruction is not easy. One of the social engagement tools we use at our agency has a feature that will try to understand what the person's saying, then suggests one of two responses that you've typed in the past as a shortcut to answer this question. Problem is, it doesn't really work that well. Not in the real world. It looks great on the feature page of their website, but I have yet to see one of these automated suggestions actually suggest a previously used response that would be relevant. The problem isn't the platform, it's the language. English is a difficult language for a computer to parse. It has lots of nuance and subtleties that require a complex set of rules to determine meaning. And it's always changing, too. Take the word sick as an example. If your brand is a big video game company and you've just released a popular shooter, then the word sick is a positive. If you're a restaurant brand, the word sick is most definitely a negative. Take my word for this. 20 years ago, I co-founded an artificial intelligence software firm that tried to decrypt the English language. We analyzed web forums and broadcast news stories. There wasn't really any social media back in 2000. The goal was to provide a mood score of sorts of publicly traded stocks essentially an early form of semantic processing. And yes, the VCs loved us. We went public through an RTO less than a year after we founded it. But despite recruiting PhD-level computational linguists from universities and moving them and their families to Vancouver, despite pouring thousands of hours of developer time into it, the software just didn't work that well. English is hard. So it'll be interesting to see how this customer, customer with a K, acquisition, actually plays out in the real world. Facebook did note it plans to deploy this mostly on WhatsApp, which should give you advance warning that Facebook is starting to think more strategically about that service. So if you do a lot of DMs with customers about purchases, it might be worth getting a WhatsApp account, at least to play around with it so you know what's coming. Facebook says 175 million people contact businesses via WhatsApp every day. Well, another platform has gotten drunk on the cheap gin and in a moment of weakness has jammed vertical stories into their app. Because all the kids want vertical stories, am I right? That platform? Spotify. It's about what you'd expect. Looks like all the other stories' implementations, you know, tap on the right to advance. All snark aside, it actually makes some sense for Spotify. 
Everyone uses smartphones these days, and giving the artists the ability to put a more personal touch out there is probably a good idea. Spotify told Engadget, it's only a test. Quote, we routinely conduct a number of tests in an effort to improve our user experience. Some of these tests end up paving the path for our broader user experience, and others serve only as an important learning, unquote. But let's face it, of course it'll be coming, because what this is really about is ad revenue. Adding a new placement for us in between stories is pretty decent real estate. In other Spotify news, some media are reporting the company was affected by a nasty data breach and had to reset 350,000 of its users' passwords. Accuracy matters, especially when dealing with data, especially when reporting on data that marketers might use to make informed media buying decisions. Which is why I'm a little disappointed in the website searchenginejournal.com. They put out a blog post saying that more than 55% of the U.S. population listens to podcasts. The story didn't cite the source of this data, but they linked to a new study from Edison Media, which definitely did not report that more than 55% of the U.S. population listens to podcasts. What the survey did report is that more than 55% of the U.S. population has ever listened to a podcast, ever. That's an important distinction. The majority of people I talk to in, you know, average world, not those of us in our insular little world of digital marketing, that those people have probably heard of podcasts and maybe they think they have listened. But as it turns out, they only press play on a web page's audio widget and never actually subscribe to a series using an app. When you look at the numbers with a date restrictor, like the percentage of Americans who have listened to a podcast in the last month, that number goes down to 37% which I still think is high, but at least it's within the realm of possibility. And when you look at just listeners in the last week, it goes down to 24%. The story on Search Engine Journal also reported that, quote, the average podcast listener subscribed to six shows in the last week. That's not true either. What the study actually reported was that of those people who listened in the last week, those people consumed an average of six different podcasts. In other words, they listened to different podcasts. They did not subscribe to six different podcasts. Again, an important distinction. What's more embarrassing for the site, I think, is that the author of this piece herself is apparently the CEO of a social PR agency. The big takeaway, monthly podcast consumers grew by 16% year over year. The study polled a little more than 1,500 Americans aged 12 and over. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And two small items to wrap up today. First, there's a new version of CrawlStats, the CrawlStats report inside Google Search Console. It adds a total number of requests grouped by response code, crawled file type, Googlebot type, and crawl purpose. It also displays specific URL examples and a quick summary for properties with multiple hosts. And Google Workspace is rolling out some updates that will make PDFs converted into Google Docs better. Specifically, you may notice improvements in image imports, including the image itself and text wrapping related to images, 
text styles and formatting, such as importing underline and strike through correctly, background color and more fonts, and layout conversion, including support for multi-column layouts, custom page sizes, tables with borders, and improved content ordering. They are rolling it out starting today. Should take about two or three days to get around to everyone. So over the weekend, I switched from the Chrome browser to the Brave browser, which, yes, is based on the Chromium foundations, but doesn't send backdoor data to Google and blocks ads and tracking by default. I know it's a little hypocritical of me, given that ads and cookies are an important part of our industry, but I've been finding the older I get, the more you kids get off the lawn I get with respect to privacy. Oh, speaking of our lawn, finally bought a lawnmower. I actually mowed it. This is a bigger deal than it sounds. My wife and I have been condo dwellers most of our adult life, but we moved here to this here island, bought a house. It came with an actual grass lawn. And I have terrible, terrible allergies to grass pollen, which is why, since we bought the house a couple of years ago, we had packed together a lawn care program made up of the nice guy next door who offers to hit our lawn too when he's doing his, plus the occasional gang of neighborhood kids who'll do it for five bucks, plus an actual lawn care company who'll do it for... Well, a lot more than five bucks. So I found a battery-powered electric lawnmower, and I went out there with the biggest, craziest-looking mask you have ever seen. It is a HEPA filter N95. You know the, the, the masks with those two things sticking out on the side? Kind of looks like Princess Leia's hairdo. You can barely breathe through it. Looks like I'm about ready to walk inside a Chernobyl reactor, but lawn cut and no allergic reaction. So, adulting, yay! Talk to you tomorrow. Dehors, l'hiver est là, et les trottoirs couverts de verglas. Les rues sont pleines d'âmes en quête, d'un peu de bon temps et de chaleur. C'est bien la nuit qu'on se retrouve, que tous ensemble on célèbre l'amour. Et ce le temps d'une chanson est promet au monde. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.